This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. It's time for Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Cody, and with me are Kyle and Ken. Hello. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. I'm Is ready. I supposed to say hello after you said hello? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just ready to go. Are you? <laughs> I, I feel like I'm more rear than you. Oof, let's see. Yeah, the, that's weird. It's definitely a Mountain Dew. <laughs> Kyle and I are sporting the Dews today. Sponsor us, Mountain Dew. Yeah, damn it. The healthiest <laughs> drink. <laughs> Gets all this fun podcast energy. Our next segment, Dews or Don'ts. Movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. theater, Dews and Don'ts. <laughs> Mountain Dew, come on. I know. Someone reach out to them for us. Well, we have a relatively short podcast this week. We are going to be off next week on vacation time for Ken and I. Kyle is going to hold down the fort here by himself. Yes, and that means no podcast with just me. So well, I mean, you could if you really wanted to. I will I don't give really you permission want to. <laughs> to podcast it by yourself. I don't think people will ever listen that to that episode. So I, I think I'll <laughs> I think I'll just take the break and call it good. Be a little weird, huh? Just, bring, just a bit. Just bring in the old lady and have have her tell everyone how weird you are. For yeah, 30 you should bring your girlfriend in, and you guys can talk like your first movie date and all the fun movies you've taken her to and. <laughs> Yeah, that might be a good one. I just think people have already figured out that I am weird just from how many episodes we've done. So they're like, we've heard enough. It's we've fine. Heard enough. We, yeah, we get it. This is like a new person. You could show her your, the not done yet podcast studio. I've showed her a picture and she's like, wow, cool. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, Kyle in his head is saying, we've tipped that cow already, Cody. Let's keep moving. Okay. Okay, fine. We'll keep moving. <laughs> It's not a podcast unless Kyle turns red. I know. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. We gotta, we gotta add one little marital spat in here, and then the circle will be complete for Kyle. It's not an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until we mark all those checks, uh, check boxes. Yeah. If you put the toilet seat down one more time, <laughs> I swear. Me? Yes. If I put it down. Yes. If you don't put it down. Yeah. What are you teaching our sons? <sighs> <laughs> outrageous it is right. outrageous we got that out of the way we got okay. out of the way this might be good for me yeah i'm gonna All make right. it out okay well let's get into upcoming release changes we actually have some this week all good things so far um i'm not sure if we mentioned it last week but you, sony unveiled the horror film unholy for easter weekend the unholy the unholy <laughs> uh careful who you pray to or I can't remember the tagline. Something, something like that. Something, something yeah. like that. Uh, April 2nd. <laughs> it is going. They're going 1,600 prints on it. So if you are interested in a, in a scary horror film about the um, Virgin Mary, then... Gone wrong? Gone wrong, yeah. Then um, <laughs> please... Get your bookings in now. All, all two days before <laughs> the <laughs> one of the holiest days for Christians. Yeah. <laughs> so this was an interesting Have choice. Fun selling that one, guys. I know. Yeah. Um, leave it to Sony. If it had just gone four nine, which wouldn't interfere with any religious holidays and be blasphemous, <laughs> um, I think I would have a lot more. Blasphemous in quite a few areas. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would have a lot more dates for them. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a tough sell in a lot of places. This week, I mean, yeah. then the following week, not a problem. Oh yeah, maybe maybe we'll bump up in sales yeah. next week. <laughs> um, we should say that 
there's, I think, a chance that L.A. and California are opening up next week. Yeah. So um, if you do really want this date, get it in now because um, a lot of those prints for other th- films are being held back to accommodate the new influx in the California bookings. So um, just keep that in mind when you're plotting out the next couple weeks. Okay. In the Earth from Neon moved from... June 18th, 2021 to April 30th. So we had a move up, people. A move up. I mean, things are happening. A big move up. Yeah. Month and a half move up. Crazy. New Order, also by Neon, moved from uh, May 28th to May 21st. So again, just some movement up, some reshuffling of the release schedule. Not as big, but still a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wrath of Man from United Artists is finally dated for... Uh, April 23rd. So we have a new film. United Artists is stepping out there with a new movie, April 23rd, which is great because we really need some April content. We have three that moved into April yeah. just this last week. You know, we were April was looking pretty tough, and now yeah. I think there's there's going to be so much content in May and June and July that people are trying to trying to yeah. get it spread out a little bit here which is great great news yeah, yeah and this one stars jason statham it's a guy Ritchie action movie so um you it's, know it, it could have an audience yeah. there maybe like whatever happened with the gentleman like that was off to a good start mm-hmm. before you know pandemic time before hit, pandemic but yeah but it's a couple of good reviews and we haven't had have we had any like really I think it's a comedy too i know kinda. well all of guy Ritchie movies have right an so, element know, of subtle, humor to them humors. but it's like right. humor action yeah but have we had like a straight up comedy yet? I don't think we've had anything that uh, wasn't like a for families like a Well, this one's not for families. No, that's what I mean. We haven't yeah. had any like War with Grandpa was obviously a comedy, but yeah. we haven't had anything that really fit in this space. Yeah, that's for adults. Mm-hmm. That's actiony and stuff. I think nobody yeah. will be the closest thing we have yeah. to this. Mm-hmm. So I think oh, you play point. nobody into Wrath right. of Man and you're you're really getting that adult audience. Yeah. Um and then Samaritan from Sony was was June fourth. It's now on set, which we didn't really have anything on that, so that I'm okay with that because enough product has moved up. Uh, I feel like it offsets that one. That's also an error in the notes. It's from United Artists, not Sony. <laughs> oh, I just caught that. <laughs> oh, that was my bad. That's United on me. Ar- Thank you, Kyle. I'll turn, you. I'll turn red again. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Out of embarrassment. That. I just read what's on the page. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm to blame here too, people. I got to make sure someone else is reading the page when I'm making these at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we usually go through this before, but we're kind of crunched for time today. So their mistakes can happen. We are not this sloppy. Usually. <laughs> do better, Kyle. Yeah. Do better, Kyle. So <laughs> as far as booking strategies, I've got to kind of relook at the landscape now. There's been so much movement that I... And plotting out, you know, what the next 30 days, I'm going beyond the two weeks, which is very exciting. It was suffocating only looking Mm -hmm. at two weeks and seeing what I could do. I like looking down the schedule and looking ahead. It just, I like building it up from there. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is nice. I am going to keep moving forward with it and, you know, hold, hold Raya, hold Tom and Jerry as long as I can. That Tom and Jerry's got a great term on it. And I, I think it actually allows the theaters to have um, some space to make some money off a ticket sale, which is great. So we're we're going to be supporting that as long as we can. Godzilla has a, again has a great term, so I'm really looking forward to Godzilla opening up at the end of the month. Yeah, no, we've got we have enough programming to get us to May seventh. 
Yep. With these with these other titles moving in, mm-hmm. we have enough to get us there. This isn't the uh, desert that February was. There's enough yeah. there well, to or at least... the desert it was last week. I, I mean, know. there's been so much movement just within that week that it just looks so much better than it did before. I'm very excited. Yeah, but we're finally not killing off the momentum we have. No. Like we finally have <laughs> like three releases in a row and then nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like we had been doing in... September and December and yeah, <laughs> it was like we can't do this again. We nope. can't spin our wheels again. No, nope. yeah. this is um, this is gaining. We're adding stuff. It's not a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's not what we're used to. I don't think we'll ever go back to what we're used to. So this is this being our new normal is just great right now. We're getting something that will work a little bit each week. Yeah, it's just a sign of a new normal. But I think yeah. it will be a good normal at the same time. Like yeah. it's. It's definitely going to change, but I don't think it's going to be a drastically big change to where it should be too concerning for theaters. So this kind of brings it up in some of my booking strategies. I briefly mentioned terms. You know, Warner's has had some pretty decent terms. They're really working with um, the theaters as, as best they can about when they go day and date on a film. They don't give it such high terms. And Disney didn't do that with Raya. You got the same normal scale that you always got. And because of that, some chains decided not to play Raya. Now, we didn't really know this going into last week. And so we were really surprised, like everybody else, come Monday when Raya didn't gross nationally what Tom and Jerry debuted the week before. Like That was really surprising for us. But it makes sense if... You know, Cinemark and Harkins and stuff don't play Raya. You're not going to get the grosses yeah. in there. So, um, and, you know, they gave the, the reason they didn't play is because they were upset over terms. And I think I read somewhere in a Deadline article about some profit sharing stuff that was not happening that Warner's is doing. But regardless of of that, I think terms are a big deal right now. I, th- I think that is one of the areas that moving forward is going to cause a lot of friction with the studios because you can't have a day and date product and terms pre COVID that you were getting before. It just is, they don't gross enough. They don't justify it. You're not spending the marketing dollars solely for the theaters like you were before, which was part of the justification for that high term. Right. You're spending marketing dollars now to promote your own thing. Um, and so I, I think that what we can do as independent operators and as buyers is, support the studios that are giving us discounted terms right now because the grosses are lean still and while we're selling out on limited capacity screenings um i just don't see them having like the grossing potential that we had pre-covid so it is nice to have that little that help in that regard and um like you said leave some meat on the bone for the ticket prices for the theaters. So I'm really looking at Tom and Jerry to hold up. And we, we saw this week as well, come Monday morning, there were some Raya grosses, just not nationally, just on our circuit level, where they did not perform as high as Tom and Jerry did the week before. And we kind of thought maybe Monday morning that people had, you know, overspent and they, you know, they did. There wasn't the need as much this week because they had ju- just gotten Tom and Jerry. They're maybe hold at holding out for spring breaks. Um, but I think Disney Plus had you know had an effect in there. I don't think we can discount mm. that at all. And 
with Disney Plus hitting, I think it's 100 million subscribers now, you're looking that is going to have an effect, regardless if it had the $30 additional fee or not. And I think we saw that a little bit in the potential of the grosses, that they could have been not a lot higher. I think they were still very decent, very good. I'm not complaining about that. But it felt like a little was skimmed off the top in a weird way. Yeah. No, you just... All the theaters paid a tax yeah. <laughs> to Disney Plus on this one. Yeah, I, f- I really feel like that's that's the case. It's just figuring out what the new normal looks like. And we're not anywhere close to it yet. No. I mean, it'll be if everything on the schedule stays where it is. You know, by 4th of it'll July. it'll be next year. By the 4th of July, yeah. we may see like what what it looks like. I mean, we'll have May, June, into July. We may see, and we've got big movies on the schedule. Right. So we may see what the new normal is going to look like. I just feel like even in July, there, most places might still have limited capacities. I don't think we're ever going to be at full capacity till maybe Christmas, maybe next year. Who And it, it, and if we get a surge, you know, I don't think anybody will ever really shut down again, but the capacity issue might come into effect. So we might be very limited on that on that front you're a surge talk, <laughs> talk like that sorry. we just got <laughs> we just got through 12 months of this stay positive i am staying positive i'm being realistic though being realistic there are <laughs> there's african variants south american variants they're coming at us from all angles we got to get everybody vaccinated you're a surge and we will we I, will and we will i think like that's the the worst possibility that could happen is maybe capacities lower Right. I don't think it'll be full closures. But even still, like vaccines are coming out in droves and more and more people are going to be able to get it. So it, it, there's still a lot to be hopeful for when it comes to that side of things. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we did see a thing. So the big question, we did see an effect of Disney plus on Raya. The big question is, what are they going to do with Black Widow? And right now it's still on the release schedule for May 7th. It's going to kick off that kind of May corridor, the beginning of summer. Um, you know, lead up into Memorial Weekend. What are we? What are we going to see? I'm pretty sure we're going to see another Disney Plus day and date on that one. Yeah. yeah. How could you not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. I mean, I don't know if they're they'll do that with the rest of their Marvel. Now the question is, movies, like Free Guy. What are they going to? Is free that going to be an a, interesting one? Yeah. Because does that fit the Disney Plus? Does that fit a day and date model? Does that? Does that one go? I can see Black Widow easily going yeah. Disney Plus day and date. And totally. Cruella too. And Cruella totally fits Disney that. Plus movies. Yeah. But does Free Guy fit that? That'll be that'll be kind of interesting. That might be more of a hint of where things are going down the road. Yeah, I don't. I right now I don't see it fitting the North American branding of Disney Plus. Right. You know, I don't see it filling filling in with. Um, their Not. content and what they're trying to go for. So maybe that one could be a theatrical release, although I wouldn't be shocked if they pushed it back a few more months just because May's already so crowded with their two mm-hmm. other movies. It's a Fox Films holdover. Yeah, but it's going to be a big one. But it's going to be big. Yeah. It still could fit the Disney+. Plus. I think it's going to be a PG-13 film. It's yeah, not going to be an R. Yeah, but I, I think with the maybe with like the humor and... Like, it do you think it's on Fox Mandalorian to... level mature? Um, but that's a bit different, though, because Star right. Wars still aims more towards kids, even if it does have its mm-hmm. mature moments, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I I don't know. Maybe Free Guy could be the one where I'm, I'm kind of being a bit too hopeful, but maybe it could be the one where it's... We get a theater exclusive? Yeah. That'd be awesome. I, I, 
I wouldn't be too surprised if they went down that route just because right. of the movie maybe not fitting in with their um, branding of right. Disney Plus. And maybe they'll move Disney Plus branding away from such small child centric, you know, and to being that all inclusive, more like Netflix. I mean, they could. I mean, right now they're in other countries. They're adding in more adult content and under a different kind of umbrella. Yeah, it's under a different umbrella, but still on Disney Plus at the yeah. same time. I wonder if that's the test, and we're still trying to see how much how that's it works working. other places. Yeah. Yeah, but as of now, I'm gonna think that it could be strictly theatrical. Mm. Turn the plus on its side, make it Disney X, <laughs> adults only. At nighttime, like yeah. at certain times. When the kids yeah. are in bed and the right. parents are all alone. <laughs> time to flip on Disney X for free, guys. <laughs> and then it's a bunch of PG-13 movies because yeah. yeah. it's still Disney. Our kids <laughs> or talk this same way. Like We could have had them watch this. Or it's R-rated <laughs> films like bleeped out and edited for television. Right. Yeah. <laughs> These mother truckers. <laughs> I, yeah, so I don't know what they're planning on, but it wouldn't shock me if they did make that one like theatrical only. But I'm kind of being hopeful too. So. Yeah, I I really wish we would see Disney go with a three week exclusive or more. You know, it was exclusive window and then day and dating it. It could, yeah. I I think we would. I would really like to see that the universe. Unfortunately, the universal model. I'd like them to see or even Paramount's new model, forty five days. Yeah. Which that wouldn't be too bad. No, that I don't wouldn't think. be bad because Disney isn't going to have that many films for theaters moving forward, and they are all big enough that a, a even thirty day exclusive window it would be great. No. Uh, it, they'd be out of there by then, right? There's just no white knight here because no. Paramount is doing the best as far as the model goes, but they haven't released any movies. No, so yes. it's like, <laughs> hey, we've got this great thing going. Forty five days. It's like. Yeah, give us any film to put on screen, guys. Well, they moved up Quiet Place, so they're somehow going from obscurity to being like kind of number one in my book right we now. Got, we got a, we got a, a while. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> they still have a streaming site, well, but they're giving have... us a window. Yeah, who's now, now not being positive? Yeah, Ken? where is this coming from, Where's Ken? Where's this negative ta- nelliness coming from? <laughs> you were talking about the virus and theater closures. I'm talking about film companies moving things, which is like gravity now it just exists and it's around us what? there's they nothing you movie can... back what? yeah yeah if anybody is ever shocked forward. if anybody is ever shocked that a movie changes its release date After they were this? they were born in 2022 right <laughs> like had... i was born after the war <laughs> They won't understand the hard times that we had to go through. Yeah, it's been hard times. Anybody born after COVID, will they be called, like, instead of boomers, will they be called flumers? Flumers? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was thinking, like, like, COVID a, babies or I something. I was going to say, like, a quarantiners. Quarantiners. Yeah, they could oh, be teeners. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Teeners. teeners. I like that one. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, they, sounds like Cody had her quarantine early. <laughs> <laughs> they, this is so off topic, but they're they didn't have they're not seeing the baby boom that they would have expected from being in the shutdown time. I think people were too stressed out and too dr- drinky drinks to do it. Everybody was stuck with their wives <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for an extended period of time. Yeah. <laughs> if it was a short shutdown, we would see more. Yeah. It was too much of a quarantine; they couldn't handle it after a yeah. while. Yeah, we're not seeing the baby boom. <laughs> okay, not to that degree, no. <laughs> but you know what is a boom, guys? Um, 
Senate and the House passed an amendment on this last COVID relief bill. Oh. And we got more money for SVOG. Yeah. So the Shuttered Venues grant got an additional billion dollars, which sounds like a lot of money, but I think it's going to go very quickly. (laughs) So um, update on Shuttered Venues. They're thinking April sometime. That's their goal right now for applications for Shuttered Venues. The great news so far is that... um, like I alluded to, there's additional money passed in this last stimulus bill that hopefully Biden will be signing any day now. And they also are allowing you to apply for PPP. And then if you get PPP, deduct it from your SVOG. Now, NATO is cautioning people from running out and applying for PPP even though the deadline is the 31st. There's two reasons. They're hoping that the next legislation passed by Congress will be an extension of the PPP deadline because the 31st is coming up quick. Banks are getting overwhelmed with second draw requests and they might not get processed. The people that have already turned them in might not get processed in time. The second thing is, and I can attest to this, is that when you do uh, apply for second round PPP, there is literally a question that says you attest that you will not apply for shuttered venues operators grant and you have to initial that saying you won't apply so before this um this new stimulus law was enacted that was the case merely applying for ppp kept you out of shuttered venues until your application was accepted or declined if it was accepted it, it still kept you out so um, now that's been changed, you can do PPP and shutter venues, but I, they don't know uh, when this is going to be, when the law is going to be a- enacted, if it's retroactive to the people that have already applied for PPP. Um, so they just, they don't have any idea how that's going to affect that application process. If SBA is going to have you fill out a new application a different application. I just can't imagine though. No more. (laughs) Yeah. I can't imagine though that SBA is going to update the second round of PVP applications just for theater owners to not have to sign that SVOG part at the bottom. I can. (laughs) I I gotta be honest. It wouldn't shock me either. (laughs) How do we make this more complicated? Yeah. So, so hold off is what uh, NATO's advice is. If you can for a couple weeks or um, until at some whatever point is, we have a little bit more information on that. But the good news is you can have PPP and then SVOG and SVOG will hopefully happen in April. Good. So that I still won't is hold your breath that way. In but, April yeah. 2022. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever it happens, it'll happen. <laughs> Whenever it happens, it'll happen. We'll Good. all be excited for it. But that's the latest development with um, the SVOG and PPP. So very excited. More money. It's going to happen, people, one of these days. Remember to fill out all your applications with nine dependents <laughs> <laughs> and foreign national status. <laughs> no, stop it. Don't do that. That will automatically get you disqualified. Don't listen to Ken. <laughs> Don't listen to Ken. Just, you know, make sure you have that SAM.gov registration. Make sure you have your NAICS code and your Duns and Bradstreet number and just have all your ducks in a row. Um, Also, SBA has issued some guidance on some of the documentation you might need for this. Um, Floor plans, uh, 2019 and 2020 tax returns, 
contracts, that sort of thing. So uh, check that out. I think, I'm not sure if it's on the SVOG site, but we'll get a checklist up on SSI on the announcements section in the next couple days um, after we have some more guidance on what you actually need on that and see if that changes at all. But we'll have a checklist for you as well. Yep. Hopefully that happens soon and just keep an eye out. So let's talk movies, guys. Now that we talked all the boring, all the boring money talk. Laws and contracts and deadlines. How was your lawn weekend screener? Tell Uh, me about this movie. Who wants to go first? Kent, you want to go first? Because there was a really glowing review in Hollywood Reporter about this. Because they must have saw a different movie than what Ken and I saw. Yeah. It was was tough. I don't know what kind of movie we actually saw. Now, let's be fair. This movie is probably, you're not the targeted demographic for this. Sure. Two young guys sitting there together. On the couch. On the couch watching the (laughs) screener is probably not the experience the filmmakers were going for. If you have the ability to and you have an office, put a couch in your office. It's the best thing you can do. It changes everything. (laughs) I don't know what it changes, but I just like looking at it, knowing that it's there. (laughs) You're like, that's my couch in my office. (laughs) I mean, rent to own if you have to, but get a couch in your office. (laughs) A big one. Get one by a dumpster. (laughs) There's free ones all over the place. We got one out of the in-law's basement. Yeah. Yep. Not by a dumpster. Nope. In the basement. All right. So we do have to talk about Back to a dumpster fire. (laughs) So, okay. Look, first 20 minutes, like you said, Cody, this isn't the type of movie for Ken or I. So even the first 20 minutes, like we're not into this at all, but it did have the foundations to at least be a decent romantic dramedy, you know, has some dark comedy involved with it, but- it had the makings of being like a decent romance movie that could mm-hmm. be a good date night. But for whatever reason, they involve a twist within the first third of the movie that doesn't feel earned or warranted or doesn't, they think that it involves the story in a cool way and in a way that makes sense, but it really just takes away from the core identity of the movie and it just goes on a downhill spiral and falls flat. Like it just, and beyond and once that twist happens like it really is just going to depend on if an audience member is for it or not for me and especially for ken as well like we can attest that it just doesn't work and it doesn't make sense and it just makes the movie much more convoluted convoluted and much more of a mess when from a script that already wasn't that great to begin with so it, it just made it more messy than it needed to and it really doesn't they think it adds more to the characters and to the story but it really doesn't so it just for whatever reason that's added in and just doesn't feel like it meshes with the story. And it's just, it, it ends up being not very good. Who's the audience for this then? It's confusing. Cause it's like, it's R rated, but it is for like a is it teenage young adult audience. So it's like a weird mix of, you know, these two groups, but one of those groups can't go to these movies. Not yet anyway. So I don't know, maybe like in my age group, like 18, what's, what is it for R rated movies? 17 and up. Like yeah. maybe that and, 20s like late 20s maybe but even still like at late 20s they're probably like over it you know what do you think ken so it's like if twilight and pacific rim had a baby but there were no special (laughs) effects 
What? How so? Yeah, exactly. What? Did we... What? It's 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 a romantic movie. And all of a sudden, there's giant robots. You know, you're like, um, what? Where, why is this involved? What is? It's it? it's a movie without a compass. It's it just yes. You know, it's it's unfortunate because we want to be able to su- support these things, and it definitely has an audience. But it's it's going to be a short played movie. I mean. Monster, Sony had Monster Hunter, and we still have places where oh, it's on screen. Monster Hunter's been great. <laughs> we yeah. still have it's places where it exclusive. plays. exclusive. We're still yeah. holding it. Still does awesome business. Like, it just, if you have it at one or two show times, it's still doing it, enough yeah, at that time Yeah, but it had that kernel it that it could work. Yeah. And stay and do this. This one doesn't. <laughs> it's just... So rough. Is it like quirky? Like would it you no. wish it, it was quirky? No, it's I mean, not authentically quirky. Damon Wayans Jr. is in it, and yeah. he absolutely steals the show for the seven minutes he's on screen. Yeah, he's he so is good. incredible. It's worth mm-hmm. the, se- the seven minutes. No, actually, it's not, no, it's not. No, it's not worth the <laughs> that was the wrong way to work. If you it. took, if <laughs> you took him, and, like he has a, a young family and a wife, and and that story is the most compelling story in the entire film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like by far. Yeah, it, it looks like I. I don't even know how to, I mean, that seven minutes makes the movie worth watching if there's any storyline that ties Damon Wayans Jr. to the actual storyline <laughs> other than him going, I don't know. <laughs> and like the, the main actors are fine. Like I think they have enough chemistry and they're, you can tell like they're, you know, thinking like they're doing it. Well, I mean, they are doing a good job and they think <laughs> they like they're in a better movie than they are, but it. But even still, like it's kind of like what Ken was saying. Like it just it doesn't. It's a movie without a compass when it initially did, and then they lost the compass. Well, Hollywood Reporter gave it a glowing review. So I mean, if they like it, that's good. I just don't. I don't see it. Maybe they had a quarantini before they saw it, and <laughs> I wish we had those then. I know we got to get that mini fridge in his office <laughs> too. Just screening room slash Ken's office. Yeah, I think I'm going to move the couch up on the wall three feet so I have stadium seating. <laughs> and then add another couch? I haven't decided yet. Or are you I think go, I just want a bunk go bed li- with just a top bunk. I was going to say, are you going like to go Lego double-decker couch? Like a loft? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's my dorm room? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, check out my pad. <laughs> Pictures of Carmen Electra on the walls. <laughs> wow, you went that far back, huh? We're going way back. Going way back. Is this the man cave that you've always wanted? No. Is that what's about to happen? Yes, I'm going to start burning incense and closing right. the door all the time. It's so moody. I'm in a meeting. <laughs> Got one of those candles that's shaped like a mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> it melts in different colors. Uh, so, yeah, theaters, good luck playing this one, but yeah. it, it might be well, it might be. At tough. least it's something, though. And it's sure, theater yeah. exclusive. and That's and what matters. That's what really matters right now. Yeah, nope. got a little higher terms than what we would like, but you're paying for that exclusivity. Mm. Yeah, and the and, lowered print count. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Sony and maybe uh, an unfortunate decision oh. with Unholy, how did you <laughs> like the trailer, guys? I actually didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was bad either. I just think it's just so poorly timed that I get what they were going for. I think they were trying to find like the counter good friday audience but, but do you need to do that no like, like not every weekend needs counter programming <laughs> maybe not the holy weekend i mean it's good to have counter programming for another title that's different but it's not good to counter program right. an audience when that's the only thing that's coming out on that weekend yeah. you know so 
I totally that's agree not with the, you, Kyle. That's such a good way to put it. That's not the wisest move, but you know, for the for the type of jump scare horror movie that this is probably going to be, trailer wasn't bad. No, it looked accessible. I just really wish it was going four nine. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have to have awkward conversations <laughs> with everybody. Like, okay, warning, yeah, this might not be appropriate to play this weekend. Imagine watching this and then having Good Friday supper and being like, "So, what'd you guys think of that movie?" That yeah. <laughs> let's wrap this up so we can get to the theater. <laughs> There's a great religious movie that's in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Be a little rough. Yeah, it is. But like you said, it's theatrical only. It hasn't. It could have an audience, but it's probably not the it best time. It is a new movie that weekend. We do have Godzilla coming out on March 31st, so it is competing against that. And we have nobody on the 26th. Then we have the little-known girl who believed in miracles from atlas that's yeah. a faith-based film for for two ah counter so we do have something we do and we have um, something there it. is they're expanding uh lamb of god mm-hmm. from pretty distribution so yeah that it, you can get that for that weekend as well so I guess there's, it's, there's, there's a buffet for ev- of options. There's something for everyone. So I guess yeah. we convinced ourselves the unholy is counter-programming. It is counter-programming <laughs> to the events in the world that week. Just like, right. just like Judas and the Black Messiah was counter-programming. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought the trailer looked... I mean, the quality in the trailer for the horror did look good. It looked yeah. appealing. It, it wasn't. It did, I wasn't put off by anything I saw there. Yeah, exactly. It'll, it'll be, it's doable. It'll yeah, be fine. It'll be fine. Just have that uncomfortable conversation before going into it. I just want everybody to be, to know what they're booking when I book this. That's my biggest concern. I just don't want to get an angry phone call like, why did you make me play this that? Is, this well, is it, a religious-based horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is About, the, this is the nun, yeah. except at Easter. <laughs> If, if your audience is, you know, the Good Friday audiences that are probably going to church over a movie theater, maybe don't play this one. Right. I don't know. Right. That's just a guess, though. This would be a mountain don't. <laughs> don't. Mountain pass. Brought to you by Mountain Dew. <laughs> one day. One day. Well, we got anything else, guys? No. That's I think... kind of the big news kind of it for us. Yeah. So. Let's get the flock out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of the Off the Break podcast. You can find us on all podcast platforms and at silverscreeninsider.com and Silver Screen Insider's YouTube page. Make sure to su- subscribe to us there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're a theater owner or manager needing uh, updated movie information or just marketing assets for upcoming movies, please check us out at uh, that website because we have everything that you might need for all these new movies coming out. And yeah. if you're a Sony fan, we're not doing this just to you. Everyone else is going to drop a bomb later this <laughs> oh, summer, yeah. and we'll we'll let you know. You just had a bad week. <laughs> That's true. We we are going to be very fair with everybody. We are not picking on one film company. Oh, no. We pick on all of them. We with do. love. With love. Go back to April of last year and listen to what we said about Universal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or United Artists a couple weeks ago. That's true. Or Jordan Peele every other podcast. (laughs) Yeah, whenever I can get it in. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.